1: Is. presented by AT&T connecting changes
2: everything hey guys i'm kaylee shore and this is too much to say loved hearing your stories about last week's episode on anxiety and coping with that and trauma as well. And um, I just really, it makes me sad when you guys can relate to some of the unfortunate things I've gone through, but it also really warms my heart when you Feel comfortable to share those with me and my DMS or in a meet and greet, you know, one day when we can do shows again, but I just want to let you know that it really means a lot to me. And even if I don't respond to the message, sometimes I just see them. I do my best to keep up with my phone. I have a really hard time with it, but, um, it just really means a lot. And I'm really thankful for you guys accepting my vulnerability, but also being vulnerable in return. And that's been one of the most rewarding parts of this podcast. So thank you so much for that. This week's episode is all about jealousy and the different ugly ways it manifests, whether it's friendships or family members or boyfriends, girlfriends, it sucks, and we're going to cover all of those different situations it can arise in, but also what you can do about it, what you can do about it if you're on the receiving end of the jealousy, and just kind of my experience with this unfortunate emotion. So we've covered in the Enneagram episode, I'm an Enneagram 7, and Enneagram 7s just want to be happy, happy, happy all the time. I can handle sadness. I've, I've come to accept it. I know what to do when I'm sad. I hate being angry. I really hate being angry. I don't know what to do when I'm upset like that. I, I just feel like it's such an unattractive emotion. I feel like it's really ugly. Every time I've seen somebody really in rage mode. It's just been such a huge turnoff for me just to them as a person, but also jealousy. I never feel uglier than when I'm jealous. And there's so much irony in that because we're jealous of pretty people. We're jealous of successful people. And the more jealous you are, the uglier you are on the inside and the less successful you're probably going to be. Now, I'm in the music industry, so it can be really difficult to have friends who are doing the same thing you're doing and chasing the same opportunities. I think that being a part of Song Suffragettes, which for those of you who don't know, is an all-female singer-songwriters collective in Nashville. We have a weekly show. We have almost 300 girls who've played. And it's really about women supporting women and creating an environment where we can bloom and not tear each other down. I think that that's made a huge difference for me in how I view friendships with people that should be my competitors. And I think you can be competitive without being a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, I consider myself to be competitive in the sense that when I see somebody doing better than me, I see it as an opportunity to step up my game. I see it as a chance to better myself. And also, I think it's a good sign if your friends are doing great things you know like if if somebody's like really really smart and really cool and really good at music and they want to be my friend like that's really nice so don't you want your friends to be doing well i mean if you were the smartest prettiest person in your friend group what's the fun in that you know like i want to grow i want to be cooler i want to know how to do my makeup better like i want to hang out with people cooler than me i really do and one of my best examples of that. Okay, so I have this friend named Christina, right? Christina and I have been friends for a really long time. And she is unbelievably like drop dead gorgeous. Like she looks like Blake Lively if Blake Lively was like a hippie free spirit, free people model. She's just the best. And I love her so much. And she's just as beautiful inside as she is on the outside. And I definitely know some girls who don't want to hang out with girls who are hotter than them. But I love Christina for who she is. But also, like, I mean, she's going to be the hottest girl in the room in any room we walk into. And we normally hang out at clubs in L.A. And so if you can be the hottest girl in a club in L.A., like, you're really, you, you're really beautiful. And she also just has this radiance about her. I think that that's so much more important than your looks. Like, I've definitely seen people and been like, wow, they're the prettiest person in the room. And maybe, like, aesthetically, they're not, but you don't notice because their aura is so great. Like Christina is that, but she actually is that fucking beautiful. So <laughs> one time me, her and our friend Mariah decided to take a last minute 36 hour trip to Las Vegas. And I love these girls because they are my friends who will like text me and be like, Oh my God, like what if we went to Vegas like next weekend? Like, that'd be so fun. I'm <laughs> crazy. Right. Oh my God. And I was like, literally sent them a screenshot of the ticket prices like 20 minutes later. And I was like, yeah, but like, what if? And they were like, "Uh, like, what if? And like, next thing we know, we're on a plane. I'm flying in from Nashville. They're flying in from LA. We met in Vegas for like the shortest period of time. And we had a, a gap where I had landed in Vegas and they had a couple hours before they were going to be there. So I went to the Titanic exhibit by myself. It was so fun. I had a freaking blast. Like I went shopping. I just was like walking around the strip, like by myself having the best time, but then they get there and we're pre-gaming. We're having so much fun in the hotel. It's already such a party. We could have like literally never left the hotel room and had a blast, but the Chainsmokers are playing that night. And so we really wanted to go see them. I love the Chainsmokers. I think they're amazing. And we had been on like some sort of list I don't know there's like a thing about lists in Vegas like all you have to do pro tip okay pro tip I'm going to share you some share something with you about Las Vegas go to the Las Vegas location on Instagram and you'll see people commenting and being like text blah 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 if you want tickets for blah 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 because they're promoters and their job is to get like hot girls in there and and just like get women to the party because it is not a party unless there's women there it's a sausage fest otherwise so like you can get free tickets to anything you can be like oh my god i'm on the list but like everybody's on the list if they're smart and they check the las vegas location so you're welcome please tell me about any crazy shit you do there when the world's opened back up but so we're on the list for this chain smokers show and we get there and we're waiting in a really long line because even though there's, like I said, there's a list, there's a lot of people on it. And this guy comes up to us and he's like, oh girls, what are you doing waiting in this line? And like, obviously he's talking to Christina the whole time and is like, come in, come into this one. We're like, we'll get you over in like the VIP area. And he hands us like a bunch of free drink tickets. Like I had like five and I was like, I don't even need that many drinks, but like, wow, thanks homie. Don't have to pay for shit. And we go in and we're just like bouncing around. We met these guys from Amsterdam who were kind of cute, but like not cute enough for me to spend the whole night talking to them. So we're like, okay, nice to meet you. Like, bye. And we're just running around like dancing, having the best time, like not even worried about stuff, not trying to like look over our shoulders and be like, oh my God, is that guy looking at us? Or like not even worrying about what we looked like. I think I was wearing a Kurt Cobain shirt. And it was just like, it was just such a fun night. And we had this vibe about us. And I know it's cause like Christina's aura. just like, it's so hard to like not be happy in her presence, but we were just like vibing and having such a good time. But like when we would walk by a group of people, like heads would turn men, women. I mean, it, it, she's just so beautiful and everybody noticed. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm friends with the hot girl. Like I wasn't like, Oh my God, why is everybody checking out Christina and not me? I was stoked because like an hour into all of this, somebody, Comes up to Christina, we're like in the bathroom line, and this guy comes up and he's like, You guys need to come backstage right now. And we were like, why? And he's like, You just you need to come party with us backstage. So basically, fast forward like 30 minutes, we are in the DJ booth with the chain smokers, drinking tequila we did not pay for, and it was like, I forget what it's called. It's like um Don Julio 1812 or something like that does that sound right I don't know out of the bottle like it was just sheer opulence and excess and we're just like literally in the DJ booth in front of thousands of people having the craziest time and everybody's sitting on Christina like obviously everybody's sitting on her and honestly like I was kind of like wow I'm just like chilling like nobody's bothering me I'm just drinking the tequila and having a ball and like getting to reap the benefits of being the hottest girl in the room without having to be the hottest girl in the room and that was the moment that I was like wow I want to hang out with girls who are hotter than me and that was the moment that a jealous bone in me died I just don't care and truthfully like people are going to find the people that they're meant to be with and if you're talking to a guy at a bar and then your friend comes up and the guy gets distracted by your friend Okay, then he literally was not the guy for you because the guy for you won't even look he won't even pay attention I mean the second I met my boyfriend. I stopped texting like five people I'm everybody but I stopped texting all five guys I'd been kind of like low-key talking to a little bit on and off and was just like nope bye And I didn't even notice when guys were hot anymore Like I didn't it just didn't hit me like from the second I met him and I Heard him play a cover of Dear Maria, Count Me In by All Time Low with a pedal steel on it. I was like, "Mm, I want that one. And I just didn't notice anybody else. And so the right guy will do that same thing for you. They won't notice your friends. Or if they do, they'll be like, wow, she's really pretty, but like, I want this one. So wait for it. Don't be jealous. Don't get mad when your friend's getting hit on at the bar. Let that guy buy you guys all drinks. That's also another thing is if you're with a hot girl and some guy's like, can I buy you a drink? Find a friend who will be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like we'll take like four tequila shots and just like include the girls. Like that is like, that is like probably rule number three or four of girl code. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just want to hang out with a lot of people. I want to hang out with smart people. I want to get smarter. You know, like I don't wanna have conversations about stupid shit. I want to learn things. I love my friend Candy Carpenter so much. And she is just a like treasure trove of information and she knows so much about so many different things. And I love talking to her. And honestly, in situations like that, sometimes I love being wrong. Like I love when someone can correct you and back it up with a really solid argument. And then, you know, for the next time and you just learn crazy, cool things. So that is how I've managed to sort of kick jealousy to the curb in friendships and career stuff. Like, I mean, I feel the same way about career stuff as I do about guys, like the right career opportunity will come and they'll be like, yeah, I want that one. Like if a record label saw my friend playing a show with me and was super excited about her and kind of forgot about me, even though they come there to see me, I've been like, Okay, like th- th- if they're not excited, I don't want them on my team. I don't want them to be my boyfriend. I don't want that person to like, you know, the, the right person should see you freak the fuck out and get tunnel vision and be like, yep, that one. I want that one. But on the opposite side of the coin, I've had some friends who have not been able to get past their jealousy. And it's really hard to watch. I've, I've watched some really great people dig themselves into some terrible holes because they've just made themselves so anxious and and so sick over what somebody else is doing and, and being like, well, that person's doing this or that person's doing this and now I can't and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, find your thing. You know, like when Alanis Morissette came out, she was like, The only thing like that that had ever existed and so it didn't matter what other people were doing because she was just so singular and I think the same thing stands for Taylor Swift like she's so singular and how do you pit two people against each other when they're both so different no matter what like I mean that's why I hate the whole argument about like oh there's only one spot for a girl on this tour there's only one spot for a girl on the radio or whatever because you have to pit them against each other. And that's just like so dumb. Like everybody's so different, much less artists. I mean, artists entire thing is to just be unique and, and just, you know, grow into a more unique person as you, as you progress and as you learn more about yourself and, and create more art. And I just think that it's taken a lot of joy from a lot of people. And I've seen some friends have really crazy success and, have a number one song or, you know, get a huge tour and not let themselves enjoy it because they've been too busy focusing on what somebody else was doing. And okay. Yeah. Maybe that other person did something that you haven't done yet, but I mean, you literally took away your own joy about something you worked really hard for and you deserved because you were so busy looking at somebody else and looking at somebody else's paper to make sure that they had the right answers that you failed your own test because you weren't paying attention. And it's just sad. Like, when I've been on the receiving end of of jealousy with like a friend or something, it doesn't feel good. Like, I don't wanna make people jealous of me. I don't want to rub something in somebody's face. Like, it doesn't feel good. It's not a fun feeling. It's not like, oh my God, like, yeah, I want everybody to like want my life. Like, I want friends who are happy when I succeed. And I want to be happy when my friends succeed. And if I can't, like, I got to work on that shit. Because, like, I've had friends who I've known deep down that they wanted me to fail, at least to some degree. I had this one friend who, like, I would not be able to tell her when something good had happened to me because I knew she'd be upset. So I would literally, like, withhold information about, like, good news. Like, if I you know, my music video got added to CMT or if my song was being played on series X on the highway or something like that, you know, something that you would go out and like get a glass of champagne to celebrate. I would not be able to tell her about those things. And like, she would just find out from Instagram because she'd be so weird and I didn't, it takes away my joy. It takes away her joy for sure. She's doing that to herself, but also like I would have this anxiety when something good would happen to me. I'd be like, fuck, what are they going to think about this? And that is not where your head needs to be. So if you have a friend like that, I think it's worth having a conversation with them and being really honest. I know it's kind of uncomfortable to be like, I think you're jealous of me. But it's also like, you know, we've all done it. We've all been there. We've all envied somebody else. So it's worth having a conversation about. But if that person won't change and figure it out, they're probably not worth having in your life. Maybe. I don't know. Just my two cents. so then we have jealousy in relationships and that's a little bit more complicated I feel like I've really found a place where I can not be jealous of my friends but relationships are always going to be hard I mean it's oh god it's just it's such an icky emotion though and I still hate it like I don't oh my god and there's Definitely like two extremes. I think that a certain amount of jealousy is healthy. I think that you should be, you should feel like you have something to lose. If you found somebody so great, you should really want to hold on to them. Like don't dig yourself into a hole of fear and you can't get out, but definitely realize that this person's choosing to be with you because they love you. And someone choosing to be in love with you And stay with you is so much more powerful than someone being with you because they have no other options. So I think a little bit of jealousy and knowing that and, and seeing somebody hit on your boyfriend at the bar and knowing that they're gonna deflect and walk over to you, like that's kind of, that's kind of a turn on, you know? It's like, also, does, do any of us really want to be with somebody that nobody else wants to be with? You know, like if I, let's say I'm talking to a guy and my friends don't think he's cute, I'm, You know I'm gonna make my own choices but also like if they're all like Kaylee what the fuck I'm gonna be like oh shit am I just drunk you know (laughs) so you want somebody that like it's kind of it's kind of hot like to be like oh yeah that girl wants that but she's not gonna have it because that's mine you know but then it goes to a just massive extreme very quickly like Jealousy is a slippery slope in a relationship. It can kill things. It's just not, oh God, it's just, it's such an icky emotion. That's all I can say. I should probably call this episode icky emotion, but I thought that the gin blossoms pun was too funny. So jealousy is like allowing yourself to play out worst case scenarios 24 seven and to think the worst of not just, a potential outcome, but of somebody. Because if you're worried somebody's cheating on you, that means you think that they're capable of that. And a lot of times we think somebody's cheating on us and they never ever would. And that's really mean to them. Now sometimes it's your intuition. So it's a lot about understanding the difference between intuition and anxiety and being like, Am I jealous because like he actually does have a thing with this girl and as soon as we break up, they're gonna go hook up or Am I just being triggered because I've been through something like that before and I don't want it to happen again? But differentiating those two things is nearly impossible, especially when you're in the heat at the moment. Like, let's paint a picture here. Your girlfriend has a guy friend and they hang out and it's not like super weird. like They don't spend like all their time together or anything, but they, they maybe work together and have inside jokes because of that or they... You know, have just been friends for a really long time and have a lot in common, you're probably immediately in that relationship gonna have like a little at least a little eyebrow raise. Just be like, hmm, what what is this? Is this gonna be a problem? And let's say that like the person actually probably is in love with them. I think that like a lot of platonic friendships, it's really hard to have a platonic friendship. Like I think that at some point you have to at least think about it. Like if you're going to have a purely platonic friendship, you have to like stop for a second and think, okay, would I ever want to date this person Would I ever want to sleep with this person. No. Okay, cool. We'll be friends, but you have to think about it. Cause if you're just burying it down, you might actually have these repressed feelings and never realize it. And I think that that's what gets people into trouble a lot. Cause they've never confronted that. And they've been like, Oh my God, I've never thought of them that way. But then the second they let themselves or they get drunk and they do it, they're like, Oh and I, I think that that's what's happened with my ex and the coworker that he cheated on me with. But, anyways, back to my metaphor. So, <laughs> your girlfriend has a guy friend and he actually is in love with her. And the girl's like, oh my God, no, like we're just besties, like whatever. Like, it's so not like that. And she's being super honest. Like, you know that she is not into him. You know it would never happen. You actually believe her. But him, he's a sketchy motherfucker. And you're like, I see you. And I get why you think she's hot because I too think she's hot because I'm dating her. But homie, you got to back up, you know, but I think what's so frustrating is when they won't acknowledge it. Like I, okay. So if I'm in this situation with my boyfriend, I just want him to be like, yeah, okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe that person isn't to me. I should just probably be conscious of that when I'm hanging out with them. Okay. It's that easy. Just being like, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe they are giving a weird vibe but when they're like oh my god they never do that they never do that like they're totally fine like we're just chilling it's like oh my god i just want you to like acknowledge it like i don't need you to even change anything i don't even need you to stop hanging out with this person i i don't i'm not gonna like read your text thread with them i don't want to do any of those things i simply want you to acknowledge that i am right in thinking that there's a potential sketchiness happening here that's all I want that's literally all I want and guys I feel like this is directed more towards guys but I don't know guys if a girl says something like that like just at least hear her out just like go back through the catalog of memories you have with this person in your brain and be like oh yeah maybe that one time that was a thing maybe that was like a weird thing one time and then like just be cognizant of it like if you're hanging out with them just think like just be careful. I don't know cuz things can be misinterpreted so easily. Like the the line between flirty and friendly is so thin, and there's been a lot of times where I think a guy's thought I was flirting with him and I wasn't. But if I knew that this person was potentially into me, I'd be a lot more careful with what I said and how I acted and if I touched their arm when I was talking to them or if I anything like that. I would just be like, "Okay, like let me establish like a firm boundary here and shut it down before we even have to have a conversation about it." So it's just like that's all girls want is for you to say, "Okay, yeah, you're probably right, and now I'm going to treat her like somebody who is into me, but I need to I'm going to just like very subtly, respectfully, and and quietly shut it down." You also just don't want to be like a jealous bitch all the time. And I think that jealousy is normally born from trauma or a bad breakup, and you have to recognize the difference between somebody doing something wrong and something that's triggering you. I've had to Definitely be conscious of things that my ex did that pissed me off or made me jealous and had to get over that with other people and be like, Okay, yeah, no, they're not doing this. That was a heinous thing that this guy did, and not every guy's like that. And this guy that I'm with now is is definitely not like that. And you need to remind yourself of those things and understand that triggers can lie to you sometimes. That's the point of something being triggering. Is it like it it sets off a response without considering the logic of that response? Like without even thinking for a second if that response is justified, it just like, it just sets you off. That's literally the definition of a trigger. I think that if you establish a really clear line of communication, like my boyfriend and I, I think that quarantine has brought out a weird thing with exes like literally on the same day okay this is actually really hilarious so my boyfriend was during quarantine and we were with his parents and he hands me his phone and he goes oh my god go look at my text and our friend had said something funny to him in his text thread but all I saw was underneath was his ex-girlfriend texting him something that was like, do you ever think about like how it could have been if, if we could have stayed together? And I was like, literally sitting at the counter with him and his parents. And I was like, you want to talk about this right now? And he was like, oh shit. He's like, I was, I was, I was going to talk to you about that, but I just like wanted you to see that thing that our friend bear said. And, um, yeah. And like bless his heart. Like he really like, and, and that I feel like is a sign that There's nothing suspicious there because a he handed over his phone. Like if you're doing something sketchy, you know you're doing something sketchy, and you're not gonna you're gonna have that phone face down. But you know, and we were with his parents. It was not the right time to bring it up. That's why I was so caught off guard. But I was like, you sweet sweet thing, and we talked about it. And I was like, you know, like I just would like to know if if your ex says something, and he was like not gonna respond. And I honestly said. This girl is stuck in quarantine by herself, realizing that she just lost probably the best thing that's ever happened to her because he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And that would suck. I mean, like, God, I would hate to be the girl that lost this guy. He's amazing. And I was like, I think you should probably respond to her because I've been that girl too, where I've been super lonely and at a low point and depressed and reached out to an ex and then they haven't responded. And it just like sucks because you don't even really want in that moment a let's get back together. You just want like some sort of confirmation that it meant something or some sort of confirmation that they still give two shits about you. So I was like, if you, if you want to, I mean, I'm totally fine with you responding to her. I feel like maybe you should. And so he did. And he was just like, you know, said something like, Oh yeah. I mean, it's just crazy how that wasn't that long ago. Like, I hope you're doing really well. I know that this has been a really hard time for you. End of conversation. And he let me read it. I didn't ask you. I don't really care. I trust him completely but it just someone being willing to show you that's enough that you're like I don't need to see it if you're, if you're willing to hand me your phone right now then it's fine I don't want to look at it <laughs> but then literally like hours later my ex texted me and was like hey I just like moved into a new house and I found a bunch of stuff from like when we first moved to Nashville and I just want to let you know like I'm so thankful we did it and it was actually like a really nice text and I think it was important because I do need to remind myself that good things happened in that relationship. Like it wasn't just all shitty. Only the end was shitty to be completely honest. Like it was a pretty decent, good, healthy relationship up until a certain point. Um, and so I, I told my boyfriend about it and I was like, um, it's super funny that we had this conversation really because no, I have this text from blah, 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 blah. And he was like, okay, cool. Like you're going to respond. And I was like, yeah, because I like kind of want to get them to send me pictures of the dogs, and like <laughs> it was just so funny that happened back to back. But I think that that's like being single during quarantine. Like, oh my god, if I had not started d- dating somebody right before Corona, I, God knows I would be sitting in my room just wild, and I can I cannot imagine the type of thirst traps I would have posted. I can't imagine the the drunk text I would have sent people, I mean, it would have been a nightmare because I would have just been like in a glass case of emotion, drinking wine by myself, watching some show like Gossip Girl that makes me think that that melodramatic behavior is normal and just going crazy. So I totally get it. Let's all cut our exes a break for whatever they said during the thick of quarantine. But like now that like, you know, they can go get a margarita on a patio again and like it's, not illegal to go to the mall. um, They need to get their shit together. Like they have other things that they can do. I don't know. I just don't think I have it all figured out, but I do think I'm in a good place with jealousy when I didn't used to be. I definitely had moments where I was not my best self, but also like, okay, all right. Let's talk about going through people's things, like their phone, their shit. Like as soon as you open that door, you can't close it like that's not a good thing to do and if you feel like you need to go through it, it there's your red flag you know like you need to address some other relationship issues that you're clearly having with that person whether it's the fact that like they probably are cheating or it's the fact that you're super insecure like it that's not good i think it's perfectly reasonable to be like hey um i got to be really honest like i just have this really sick feeling and i feel really sketched out about this person and um would you mind showing me your texts with them? I mean, that's definitely an overreach and I would only do that in like very dire situations. But I told y'all on a previous episode about how my ex had done this like nude photo shoot with a girl and I found out cause he was showing them to me. And then I pressed the arrow too many times and I was like, uh, and so obviously I freak out. Like I literally packed up my shit. I was like, I'm leaving. Blah, 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 blah. And I came back later Cause I just saw like one picture and I was like, I'm out like that. It just made me want to throw up. But I came back later cause I had to get more stuff from the house and his laptop was sitting there open and I was really pissed and I felt like there was something else he was lying to me about. And he told me that he hadn't been with anybody since we started like, you know, hooking up. And that's an important thing to tell somebody because like, you know, um, STDs are a thing. <laughs> so I he had told me that and I just had this feeling that this girl that was always around our house she was our roommate's best friend I had this feeling that they'd hooked up and I just like could not shake it and this girl's always really weird to me and I was like fuck I just feel like this happened so the one thing I did when I opened his computer was I went through the rest of the photo shoot because I was like did she take the rest of her clothes off like I didn't even know because I just saw the one photo and um, the answer is no but they just like they did not get more tasteful let's just put it that way And then I went to his Facebook (laughs) throwback and read the messages from the girl that I thought he slept with. And he did. Yeah. And we weren't official, but he had told me that nothing had happened. And I'm just like, I could have gotten a disease. Like, you know, this is way TMI, but I feel like a lot of us have probably been here and it's called too much to say and if you haven't figured out that like i'm not a virgin by now then like i don't know what to tell you you're clearly not listening to the podcast closely enough but, I mean, that's a really real thing to be concerned about. And, you know, it's it's actually... It's really, really important to go get tested in between all your sexual partners. It's really important to use protection. And uh, I don't think I'm being a bad role model by telling people to do that. Also, don't fucking lie to people about it. Like, that was so, so bad. And then I just... Oh, my God. And this girl had a boyfriend, which made it even shadier. And I was just like, ew, not only would you sleep with this girl, but you would sleep with this girl who has a boyfriend. And then you'd lie to me about it. And it was just like, I mean, and then I acted so shocked six years later when the same shit went down. I mean, God, you know, you live, you learn. Sometimes it takes three times to learn the lesson, but I did. But I hated the feeling of going through his Facebook. And I actually can completely honestly say that was the last time I went through someone's phone and I was like 18 or 19 at that point. And I just don't, ugh, I just don't want to, it just feels like such a violation of privacy. And I think that if you really feel like you need to know what they're saying to somebody, fucking ask them. And also if they don't want to show you or they're like deleting it first. I mean, you can catch somebody in a lie just by that. Just be like being like, "Hey, um, show me you and Chelsea's messages." I don't know who Chelsea is. Sorry if your name's Chelsea. And they're like, uh, "Why?" And then they get all weird and defensive. Like people who are lying get so angry when you tell them that they're lying. And then boom, you probably found out that you know they're never fucking Chelsea. You know. <laughs> I'm seriously super sorry if your name's Chelsea. I actually only know really nice Chelsea's. But yeah, those are my thoughts on jealousy. I have several. But it's just it's it is the ickiest of emotions. I will do anything to not feel it. And I will say the best thing I've ever done to not feel jealous is be in a healthy relationship and have friendships that are genuinely supportive and I think the biggest takeaway you should have from this episode is always hang out with the hottest girl at the party because you will get free shit and you will get to go in the DJ booth at a Chainsmokers concert. Thank you guys so much. My name's Kaylee Shore. This is Too Much To Say. We got new episodes every Wednesday and let me know what you guys think. Can't wait to talk to you. You can follow me on social media at Kaylee Shore. Have a good one.